hello everyone and welcome back to my podcast the Eva Partridge Fitness Podcast and today's podcast is going to be on protein uh, you guys actually voted for this one I put it up on my Instagram and this was the most popular topic for me to cover this week so we're going to be talking about protein um, I've decided to cover like the basics of what protein is why we need it guidelines on what you should be eating protein sources 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 is that how you say it? I don't know. Protein sources, yeah. And easy ways to get it into your routine. So let's start by just going over what protein really is. So protein is one of your main macronutrients. And macronutrients is the term that we use to split out our main food sources. Um, so we have three macronutrients that we all need to survive and thrive, basically. And they are your fats, proteins, and carbohydrates. We need all three. They're our three biggest food sources that we need and protein is the one that we usually under eat on quite significantly and the reason that we need to eat protein is because it is made up of amino acids and amino acids are essentially the building blocks for growth and repair in the body so when you eat protein your body breaks it down into its component parts so breaks it down into the amino acids and then uses those rebuilds them according to what the body needs so in terms of like training and fitness they will be going towards your muscle tissue for growth repair to build them bigger stronger etc so that is why we place such big emphasis on eating protein for muscle growth but we also need it for every single um, kind of growth and repair process in the body and it has other, other benefits like keeping you feeling fuller for longer making calorie deficits much more sustainable and achievable amongst other things so it's like I say, it's one of the ones that people tend to under eat on and it's one that people tend to find difficult to include in their diets along with just not really knowing what they should be eating. Um, I find especially people who are in deficits or veggies or vegans find it more challenging than meat eaters for obvious reasons. But the issue is generally across the board. So we're gonna cover how much you need. So when it comes to how much you need, the general recommendation can be anywhere between 1.6 to 2.2 grams per kilogram of body weight per day. So for example, if you are 60 kilograms, you might eat 120 grams. So it also might go way down to near the 100 gram mark, depending on what end of the spectrum you're sitting at. And if you are not sure, for most people, myself included in this, not just general population people that are just starting out, um, but for most people, 1.8 grams to two grams of protein per kilogram of body weight is sufficient. It is enough to aid in muscle growth. It's enough for your body's processes of growth and repair, whilst also being achievable. You can go up to the 2.2 gram mark, but I'd say that's down to personal preference more than a necessity. And beyond that marker, there really is no additional benefits to eating more protein. And I wouldn't stress about which one you choose here. If you go for 1.8, great, 1.9, two, again, personal preference, choose a number that is achievable for you. That is the biggest thing. You want to make it achievable and something you can hit consistent, consistently. And again, don't stress about the exact number. We want consistency. So I'd say try to get within five to 10% of that number each day. It will vary slightly every single day. You will never hit your macros on the head. So please don't add unnecessary stress to yourself with trying to do that. Outside of that 1.8 to 2 gram recommendation, um, there are some nuances to that. So if you have a more significant amount of body fat, um, then 
then setting it at that number would make it probably really, really high. So I would either go for the lower end of 1.6, or if you do have a lot of body fat to lose to get down to a healthy weight, then look at what a healthy weight is for your, you know, height, age, size, etc. Choose that weight and then times that by the 1.8 to 2 grams. And that will give you a good goal to aim for. On the other kind of side of things, if you're in a calorie deficit or if you're a lot leaner, I would try bump it up to the higher end to help protect your muscle mass. Outside of this, that 1.8 to 2 gram marker is absolutely fine for most people. One of the questions I got was if it stays, whether if your protein goal stays the same, whether you're in a cut at maintenance or a building phase or a bulk, whatever you want to call it. And if you need to change that according to, you know, changing the rest of your macros. And no, you don't. Your protein should be pretty consistent all year round. So you might have a difference of maybe 0.2 grams if you go a bit higher in a cup, but generally your protein stays the same. It is the other macros, your carbohydrates and your fats that we largely tweak and manipulate when you go into fat loss phases, which is a cut, or building and bulking phases. So your protein should stay the same pretty much all year round. And I tend to go for that two gram marker myself i think my email notification just popped through sorry if you can hear that i'm sorry if you can hear the gym music as well the gym music's awful but i have to record my podcast in here so you can probably hear it in the background <laughs> anyway back to protein so now we've covered what you need i want to just chat about how how should you eat it which is a, bit of a weird question but ideally to keep supporting the muscle building process we should split your protein out across the day so for myself it's generally every three to five hours i have three meals and two snacks or four meals and one snack a day and i try to have between 25 and 40 grams per meal or per kind of intake and that way we're keeping muscle protein synthesis going so muscle protein synthesis is the process of of muscle building and you want to keep it elevated throughout the day and to aid in that we want to be eating protein so it's better to split it out across the day rather than just let's say have nothing for breakfast 30 grams at lunch and then 80 grams at dinner so try and have a, a pretty even split across the day if you do cram it all in at night that would have a slightly detrimental effect on muscle growth um, as opposed to an even split and then how to increase your protein intake so there's a few ways i'd say just to start with if your protein is very very low i'm talking you know 30 to 50 grams then suddenly jumping to like 120 is going to be really challenging maybe start by adding 20 grams on for one to two weeks then slowly bump it up from there but the easiest way to increase your protein intake is to look at the protein you are already eating and increase the portion size so rather than looking for new ways and new new protein sources just increase the size of the protein you're already having that is the absolute easiest way and the biggest tip i can give you the second thing is to base each meal around a protein source so make sure your three to four main meals all have a decent sized protein source whether you weigh it out or use your hands um, to gauge a portion is up to you and if you are using your hands i'd say about a palm or a palm and a half is probably what you're looking for um but really focus on breakfast breakfast is a big one this is why i include this in my five day free challenge that leads up to my six week online coaching challenge because it's where most people go wrong and they're constantly kind of chasing their tail trying to get their protein in before the end of the day another tip is to have a secondary source in your meals this isn't necessary but if you want to have a little top up then think about your carb sources so you might want to include beans lentils protein bagels protein wraps you might just get an extra five to ten grams of protein outside of the main protein source itself 
And then finally, just really simply make sure you're having regular meals. A lot of women that I've taken on board in the past have kind of skipped breakfast or skipped lunch and you're just making it harder for yourself um, to hit your protein goal as well as making it harder in a lot of other ways as well. But for the sake of this podcast, we keep it down to just protein. If you're skipping meals, you're making it much more challenging to fit it in because we need to be eating a decent amount and to get, let's say, 60 grams in two meals, that's like eating one and a half to two chicken breasts for those meals, which is it's quite a lot. And most of us do not do that. So hopefully that helps you understand how you could fit it in to your daily diet. It can be an adjustment for a lot of people. Start small and build it up from there. If you're not sure what a protein source is, the most obvious protein sources are animal products. So meat, poultry, fish, dairy products like cheese, cottage cheese, Greek yogurts, protein yogurts. The protein yogurts, mousses, puddings that have come out the past year or two from Aldi and Lidl have been like game-changing for a lot of people. A lot of them are genuinely really, really tasty. Not that expensive, although not cheap, um, but they're great ways to get your protein in and um, great snack ideas and breakfast ideas as well if you struggle with your breakfast. More vegan products are things like tofu, seitan, vegan protein, shakes and bars, soya, meat alternatives, etc. There is vegan protein sources out there. You can absolutely do it. I've got clients who have been doing it successfully for a long time. And remember, there are other sources outside of this. I've mentioned it before, but things like protein bagels, protein wraps, you are going to get, you know, five to 10 grams of protein from other things that aren't direct protein sources, we should say. Um, Baby bells, lentil chips, I've said cottage cheese, but these are all great snack options to just top up your protein. We do ideally want to have bigger sources things over 25 30 grams at least three times a day but absolutely go for these to to bulk it up um i will also say try not to look for constant variety i've had this conversation with a few clients where they come to me and say you know i've had these protein sources what else can i have what else and they're constantly looking for new sources and lots and lots of variety and i get some people don't like to eat the same thing a lot and it does feel a bit boring but there isn't an endless list um the protein sources we have do generally have to be somewhat repetitive so pick the ones you like and have them frequently and use other parts of your meals for variety because if you're looking for a constant source of a protein and lots and lots of variety and changes and you you are going to run out and you probably are going to feel a bit frustrated with it and a few other kind of tips and tidbits to, to finish off with think of your daily snack as a mini meal so a lot of people think of a snack and think oh what can I have like a protein bar but you're not really going to feel satiated from that satiated just means um like suppress not suppressing your hunger what's the word uh, satisfying your hunger that's it your hunger is not going to be satisfied by having something really really tiny so snacks I go for are yogurt bowls with toppings Uh, my favorite at the moment is like tuna sandwiches or turkey or ham wraps full of salad and cheese a snack can be a good two to four hundred calories it doesn't have to be tiny um, so yeah, that kind of summarizes the, the protein podcast. And I also say, I know it is a big change for a lot of women. It was a big change, probably the most difficult change for a lot of the ladies who joined the last Build and Fuel six week challenge intake. The first week or two, um, the group chat was inundated with questions about protein and it definitely takes a few weeks, but I just say, don't panic. It takes time to incorporate new habits into your daily diet. So don't put pressure on yourself to hit it straight away. Just focus on adding one protein source, maybe the next week you add a second, etc, etc. And just build on the habit that way. 
If you would like more support with your training and nutrition, things like increasing your protein intake, understanding what your target should be, then drop me a message. I can definitely help. We are launching the second intake of my Build and Fuel coaching challenge in two weeks time. We have a free five-day trial leading up to that to help you practice these habits and also earn a little discount off the six-week challenge if you do want to get involved. So drop me a message on Instagram or an email my Instagram, hopefully you guys will follow it. I presume you do. It's Eva Partridge Fitness and my email is evapartridgefitness at gmail.com. I really hope you found this podcast useful. Next week's will be on whether you should cut, maintain or build. So hopefully you stick around for that. Thanks.